Today is Friday, September 16th, 2022, episode number 44, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Uh, checking in with you on this fine Midwestern day where I'm at. The sun is shining. It's very beautiful out. Uh, markets, uh, maybe not so beautiful, depending on your viewpoint of the market. If you're waiting for opportunities to get in or you are waiting for the market to go back up so you can get back out or just watching the market. So in the last 24 hours, Bitcoin uh, down 0.3%, but is trading under $20,000 at 19725 Ethereum further uh, draining down 3.4% over the last 24 hours, down to 1453 So a bit of a bargain going on there with Ethereum, down 11% over the last seven days. Uh, in the last 24 hours, we're still kind of teetering in that uh, crab zone for most of the uh, crypto market. And Solana down 2.6, trading at 32.40, which that price is starting to look really, really attractive to me. Uh, Dogecoin um, at uh, five cents, uh, five, 0.59. So it's it's close to the six cents. It's down two percent over the last uh, seven days. Uh, the big winners for the last 24 hours, if we can say that, uh, Cosmos still on a tear the last seven days, up 17% over the last 24 hours, up 9.7%. So if you're in uh, Adam over the last few days, uh, that is uh, good for you, for sure. That thing has bounced pretty nicely. Ethereum Classic down 8% in the last 24 hours. I'm still not uh, getting much data on where the hash rate is gone uh, for those miners on Ethereum, but they're certainly uh, populating uh, somewhere in the uh, cryptoverse. Uh, the other big winners in the last 24 hours, ICP up 3%. I'll give that a big winner. Quant up 5%. Um, uh, uh, Chillis, I don't even know how to say that. CHZ is up 8.4%. Not familiar with that. That's in the market cap at number 50. Um, I've seen it, just don't know anything about it. Never tried to learn anything. Uh, market cap at a billion dollars for that. Uh, Lido Dow is actually up a little bit, 2.6% uh, at uh, $1.75. The rest of the tokens, uh, the big, the big uh, drop, one of the big drops, in the last 24 hours in the top 100 would be Celsius Network trading at 15% down, although over the last seven days it's 27% up. Not interested in that token at all. Um, they, they are trying to outline sort of recovery plan. Um, I would keep my hands out of that one for a while to see how that uh, pans out. They did file for uh, bankruptcy. I'm just not really interested in that. Ravencoin down 13% in the last 24 hours, but 37% over the last seven days. Uh, potentially, they have gained some of the um, mining hash rate, uh, according to what a lot of the, the sentiment is uh, across uh, crypto Twitter when it comes to where the miners were going to go. Other than that, in the top 100, there isn't a ton of action um, if you go down to the next uh, 100 coins, you know, there doesn't seem to be any huge bounces that I have observed. Um, not any terrible, terrible big drops. 
over the last uh, several uh, 24 hours or the last few days, um, everything's still kind of crabbing uh, across that timeline. So uh, today I wanted to talk about something really cool I started uh, messing around with yesterday, and it, it brings just sort of a a larger a discussion at the table when it comes to art and NFTs and uh, projects in the art universe. So uh, many of you may have heard of some of the AI art generators. Uh, the, the, I think the one that most people talk about is um, DAL-E. I think I'm saying that right, D-A-L-L-E. And I have fooled around with that a little bit and eh, not really that impressed. Kind of cool as a proof of concept. <clears throat> I did think that some of the, it's an interesting concept. And there are a few others out there. Uh, Night Cafe is one that kind of does that as well. Uh, I think that Dolly is the one that most people have previous, previously uh, talked about in the space. Now, the one that I came across, and I know people are talking about it, uh, is <clears throat> called Mid Journey. And holy cow. This, man, I can't even describe um, how incredible it is. So Mid Journey <clears throat> is the one that popped up on my radar. And I went ahead and uh, got a subscription to play around with uh, Mid Journey. It costs $10 a month. There's different packages that you can buy. Um, but you once you go to the Mid Journey, midjourney.com, um, there's options to get a subs subscription, and then you connect that account um, in Discord to sort of start playing around with. Once you connect to the R or to Discord, then you can hop into one of the if you have the uh, subscription, you can hop into one of these channels, and I I've been playing around. It just it's called a newbie channel, where you're able to just sort of uh, practice with coming up with some ideas and producing this art. So you would do a, a command in the discord. It would be slash imagine like you're imagining something. And then once you hit the space bar, then it gives a prompt and you can start with anything in this prompt. You could type a sentence. You could give it some guidelines to follow. So I could, I'll do one here. I'll just say uh, Chapo enters, I don't know, uh, McDonald's, whatever. Uh, on a unicycle. I don't know. And then it will begin to process this uh, <clears throat> AI art. And you can type in anything you'd like. Um, I'm sure there's some guidelines in terms of, in, in terms of being appropriate. Um, you know, I, I would hope, at least in terms of, you know, avoiding racist terms or concepts or hate hateful um you know art <clears throat> now i suppose that you know you could make the argument that that is something that should be allowed i don't know in the experimentation phase i don't think it's necessarily necessary, uh, very very useful i mean that would be a certainly a philosophical discussion on you know uh, restrictions and free speech and free art but in this instance, I think now as people are experiencing, 
documenting with it in a public forum like this. I kind of like the idea that that they would have some <clears throat> restrictions, at least to what they display to everybody else. I, to me, that seems appropriate. Um, down the road, who knows? I mean, certainly somebody is going to make a version of this or clone the version of it or whatever, and it, it will be free and open to use, which <clears throat> is, I mean, it's scary to some degree. Um, and that's, I guess, where the whole concept of, you know, what should be allowed, what, and I, I don't even, even know where to begin because it is, it's such a slippery slope in, in the discussions of, you know, free speech in that parameter. So I get side sidetracked on that just because I didn't know what to say. You don't know really what to say because it is such a slippery slope. Um, I would love to try to get some people on uh, to kind of give share their viewpoints on that. That would be actually make for a fantastic show. I think I might try to get. But the art itself here that's being produced by this mid journey is absolutely incredible. Uh, it is stunning what some people are doing. I I mean, it is in a podcast. It's very difficult to describe the art. Um, if you would see it posted on a website or if you were, if you just go to midjourney.com and start looking at this, you are going to be blown away by what is being uh, produced by the community and this AI software. It, there's, it's, it looks realistic. It, the, the fact that it's just being generated by computer code is beautiful and horrifying in, in, in the same manner. And I've, you know, discussions are already being made and debates on using the art in art competitions. And um, I read somewhere, I would have to try to track down the article that uh, an art project won at some event and it was completely AI generated. I mean, it is that good and anybody can do it. Um, you can just type in some um phrases and come up with some incredible things you could upscale the picture to get you so let me backtrack a little bit so with the one i just did with the chapo so it gives you four four pictures and you can sort of underneath it they have u1 u2 u3 u4 and then v1 v2 v3 v4 so what you can do inside of that is so the first picture, I can upscale that picture to give it more realist, realism. And then I could upscale it again to refine it. The, so you can upscale any of them. And then you could do a, a different version. You can do a different version of each individual photo. So I'm going to do version one. And it should give me four variants on just that on picture number one, which looks like, um, you know, Chapo as the, the infamous El Chapo. Uh, but this Chapo, the criminal one, and it basically looks almost like he's in a, a, a fast food uniform and it looks like he has some sort of sandwich or French fries on his head. I have no idea. Uh, but it will do versions on that. And then you could upscale uh, that, a, a picture from that, that's being processed and you could upscale it again and upscale it again until you have this super realistic photo. 
or this very abstract art. Um, it's already done, so I'm going to upscale uh, version. Oh, geez, those are so good. We'll do the one. With, I mean, it looks like a hamburger or a hot dog on his head. I'm not really sure once it upscales. And, and people, they're experimenting with this, and what they are coming up with is absolutely mind-blowing. And do yourself a favor and go check out this art. And, you know, it should, if you really think about the possibilities of it, I think you'll end up where I am in terms of, one, being completely amazed and blown away, and two, partially being horrified at, at the possibilities. And I say horrified because the lines are already beginning to get blurred with AI and its uh, possibilities. And if you like, allow your mind to open up to these possibilities of it. Now we're starting with pictures, AI. I, we know there's some videos, but everything is going to get better and better and better and more advanced until really there are things that are being produced that we have no idea if it's real or computer generated. And that's where it becomes a little bit scary I know that everyone has probably seen, or most of you has probably seen the AI videos of, you know, whether it be Tom Cruise or, you know, TikTok does this with their, you can put on, uh, what, what should we call them? Filters. So they have the filters and it can make you look like anything. And there's, some of them are pretty cool, pretty hilarious. However, as this becomes more and more, realistic that line gets blurred and that's where i i think of the the horrifying part comes in because it isn't going to be long before um, this ai is able to one completely replicate a real person and have videos of them you know doing whatever or saying whatever and it's going to be difficult for people to know the difference between what is real and what is AI generated. Um, there could be news stories. I mean, it, to me, that's where it really becomes scary, knowing uh, humanity has a tendency to maybe not always do what's best for humanity. And so that's where I start to get a little bit nervous about this part of AI. I mean, I don't think you can put the cat back into the bag. So it is what it is. But if you allow your mind and your thoughts to dream of that possibility, then I think that most people can see that there is a bit of danger, potentially, all the while making it uh, interesting and exciting um, so you have to hold those two opposing thoughts in your head at the same time to really appreciate what is happening. Um, what, where this ends up, I don't know, but most things in humanity, uh, if, they, if they can be used for evil and wrongdoing, they typically are. And I think that probably we're going to begin to see that in the, in the, in the near future. Maybe we already are. I don't know, but I was going to say about uh, the TikTok. 
And I, I thought about this in the summer and, you know, I made a tweet about it and I didn't get any much response on it. But my thought was that TikTok is already using data from videos. They probably have the greatest data set known to man, maybe the largest data set ever known to humankind. Ponder it, just ponder it for a moment. People making videos, showing their faces, doing ridiculous things, putting on filters, filming the videos, sharing the videos. Uh, they probably have access, well, we think they have access to be watching your reactions as you're watching these videos, recording all of that data, maybe in the future to use it for AI purposes. That, that should give you pause. That should make you begin to wonder where, what direction this is going. Really sit in that for a moment and imagine... TikTok or similar apps, pick your app, it doesn't matter. I don't want to pick on TikTok, but that's what made me think of it. <clears throat> and constantly catching data points on your reaction, what your face looks like, um, what makes you laugh, what makes you cry, what makes you angry. Uh, those subtle things can definitely be picked up <clears throat> looking at a person's face. And what if, just what if, what if that's all going to be used for AI? Will there be some good out of it? Probably. Will there be some bad out of it? I would guess so. And that's where I really like you guys to spend some time thinking. And I could probably do a whole episode on my thoughts on this. I, I, I kind of am, actually. But I don't want to take too long. But here, here is the other one that maybe I'll try to... Just provide my thoughts and see if there's someone in the space that could also maybe um, expound on this. So let's let's pretend for a moment, as I have you do, because this is the way my brain works. If TikTok, insert your own app, owns the data for your uh, facial recognition or whatever they've used to create a AI version of you that can only get better throughout the time. What if they own that? So let's say that they own that and they're able to create an AI version of Chapo or you or your children or whoever, your grandparents, and you pass away or I pass away, not or, when, when we do. Um, then that this company, any company that has this data, they create an AI version of you, and then they try to sell that version as a product to a grieving family. Um, for example, you can be on a call with grandma or grandpa or dad or mom or even children where you are communicating through AI, with a AI version of someone you loved. That is mind-blowing. And once again, a little bit scary, 
that that could be sold to you or advertised to you. And I mean, I, I, one, the potential to make literally billions of dollars is right there. I should trademark it, I guess. I don't know. But it is also scary to think about. Honestly, it's interesting. I mean, I think that we're going to be seeing, you know, these AI inputs into historical characters and there'll be some interaction with these characters as this gets better. They could be interactions with famous people. I mean, famous people could use this. Hey, have a real call. Talk with me, you know, $99 a month, you know, whatever. So the potential is there. Who's controlling this data? And are we really prepared for what's coming next? I don't know. I don't know what's going to come next, but I have some ideas. All right. Thanks for listening to my rambles today. This has been episode 44, Crypto Chat with Chapo. Uh, make sure that you're being in the here and now today. Be present in the moment. Get outside. Uh, spend some time in nature, breathing the fresh air, looking at the wildlife, and trying to learn and explore something new. Have a great day, everyone.